I'm seriously one more situationship away from literally giving up on true love. Like, no lie, this shit is whack. They say the girls have more fun, but they never met the boys. This is boy talk. Boy talk. This is boy talk. Welcome back, bitches. I hope that you've had an amazing week. My week has been fantastic. I hope yours is going great as well. I'm going to back away from the microphone this episode. I had some people reach out and tell me it was a little too close to the mic. Fair point. I 100% agree with you. I listened back and was like, ooh, yeah, if I was in headphones, I would hate me right now. Um, so hopefully this is better for you all. Super sorry. Haven't recorded in such a long time. I forgot that like I don't need to like scream into the microphone. You guys can hear me. I bought a quality microphone and I forgot about it. So then like, you know, it just came out really, really whack and I'm sorry. I won't do it again. I promise. I love you guys. But anyways, so I felt really bad about that. So that should be fine now. All resolved. But yeah, everything is going great. You guys have blown up the podcast once again. I literally cannot thank you guys enough. We are on a bunch of charts. We're back on the US chart. We're in the Britain charts. We're literally taking over again. Like, it's crazy to me. I still can't believe how global we are. And I just love you guys. I can't I can't say it enough. You guys make me so happy. So thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting. And thank you so much for showing up every single week. That being said, my life is wild as always. I have been having the weirdest week of my life, per usual. Everything is just falling apart. I decided to delete all my dating apps because I need a cleanse, you know? It's like, I was like so distracted by all of these, you know, terrible ass shitty men. (laughs) So I just deleted all the dating apps again. I can't do it. I can't do it. 2021 was supposed to be my year and it hasn't been. Literally, New York City is flooding, global warming. It's just a disaster. Yeah, if you didn't know about New York City, we had a flash flood because of this hurricane thing that's happening. Because like the world is like, I don't know, falling apart. And here I am getting a master's for what? Like the planet's going to just implode on itself. So I might as well just like drop out and I don't know, focus on my OnlyFans. (laughs) It's just crazy to me. But yeah, so New York City had this flood. And if you hadn't seen it, look it up. Like the subways were flooding. Like people were trudging through water up to their waist to get on the train. There were literally people on jet skis in the road because there was so much water in different parts of the city that they could jet ski it was literally like the craziest thing i can't make it up you have to go watch it it was wild but yeah that was just one of the little highlights of the week and then also this week i got suspended on tiktok yeah you know like i've been telling you guys for months like months now that like tiktok has it out for me and like they totally do And I ended up finally getting suspended. So basically what happened was I had so many community guideline violations that they finally suspended me. It's only for like 48 hours. So like, I think I have access again now, but they literally cut me off and it was so shitty how it happened too. Right. And I'm still waiting for the appeal to go through. So basically I posted a video about a week ago and it was me giving tips on kissing with the tongue again, which I've made that video before, and it's one of my most viral videos. And so what I was doing this month was kind of repeating some of those viral videos to try to get my views back up, to get back on the For You page, all that good stuff. And they took it down. So I was like, whatever. And I set in an appeal. And after like two days, they didn't get back to me because they take literally weeks to get back to you. They finally got back after I chose to delete the video. And said, oh, never mind, we're reinstating the content. Sorry for the inconvenience. Well, at that point, I already deleted it. 
So I decided then I'll just re-upload the video. Like they just gave me the go ahead saying like, oh no, your content's fine. Sorry, our bad. I was like, yeah, great, cool. I know it was your bad. I'm going to re-upload it because it was going viral and then it got taken down. So I was like, I'll just re-upload it. I don't want to refilm it. Whatever. Great. They didn't even let it get onto the For You page. It went right under moderation and they took it down again. And when they took it down, they decided at that point, because I had so many community guideline issues, that I was getting suspended. How the hell does that make sense? Like, make it make sense to me. Like, I was so pissed. I was like, bro, I only reposted it because you just told me I could. You guys literally told me I could. And then you took it down and suspended me? Like, crazy 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 but you know it is what it is I just have to I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do on TikTok because every time I try to do anything and I've even watered it down to just kissing tips they're coming after me and I'm like bruh I don't know what to do anymore and it's so frustrating because all of these people are like shaking ass and like they can say whatever they want but the moment that I do it I get in trouble but videos that I see on my for you page are so so much more dirty and explicit than what I'm doing. But whatever. It's fine, TikTok. If you're listening, TikTok. We got beef. We got beef. <laughs> anyway, TikTok is like kind of dead to me at the moment. Just kidding. I'm still going to post on there. But did you guys hear that Instagram is now announcing that they want to be a video platform? Yeah. Like Instagram. The place you post pictures. They want to be a video platform now. Which, like, they made the reels to kind of, like, compete with TikTok, which is, like, fine, whatever. I don't hate them. I don't use them. I don't I don't think that we need Instagram to do that function. Like, TikTok is where people go for videos, and Instagram is where you go for pictures. No, they're trying to steal it, and now their, like, main guy came out and said that they're going to be a video platform now. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. We'll see what happens. I might start posting reels for funsies just to see, but I'm super mad about it. And it's just been such... A wild year like everything was supposed to be better this year i thought but 2021 has literally been putting me through it in so many ways like it has just been a disaster like i wanted to get closer to normal but i'm just getting further and further right like it's not even just like all these other little things like don't even get me started on my dating life like it has been a disaster i remember thinking that like quarantine dating was rough you know what i mean like all the facetime dates and like the are you being safe and are you getting your vaccine and all those really hard questions that were coming up during dating that you didn't have to worry about before the pandemic i thought that was hard but what i'm finding out is it's even harder in 2021 because everyone is shady as fuck and all they want to do is have situationships and i can't stand it i can't stand it so <laughs> let's get into it all right before we jump in you know i have to do my shameless plug y'all i love you guys so if you know this, you can skip it. Like, you can skip past the shameless plug. You already know the drill. But if you're new here, hi, hello, shameless plug time. I need you guys to like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. I need you to share it on social media and tag me. I love when you guys do. I had three people do it this week, and it made me so excited. I literally DM'd them all, told them how much I love them. I shared one to my story. Like, I will shout you out, whatever you want. Just, like, if you're listening and you love the podcast, please share it on social media. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That means the world to me. It helps with the ratings as well. And make sure you're downloading. Download, download, download. That is how we climb up the charts. That's how we get more people to listen to us. That's how we continue to build our little small gang. And I just want everyone to have the chance to hear this stuff. That's the point of this content is that people aren't talking about it. So thank you all so much for helping me. The podcast is top 1% because of you guys. And we are only going to get bigger and stronger and amazing. And it's going to be great. So love you all. What the hell is a situationship? 
So if you're lucky enough to not know what a situationship is, I am so happy for you. Like, I am like the happiest person in the world for you because that is a blessing. That is a blessing if you have no idea what a situationship is. But if you're like the rest of us who are struggling, you already know what a situationship is. But let's get a definition out there so we're all on the same page. So a situationship is this. I like to think about it this way, right? Imagine... Everything you do in a relationship, and I mean everything, I mean sex, I mean dates, I mean kissing and hugging and sloppy toppy and getting pounded, I mean going to meet their friends, partying, hanging out, like going to their favorite places, watching their favorite movies, sharing music, sending each other memes, TikToks, etc. I'm talking all of it. Imagine. Imagine all of that, you know, like literally like a relationship, like literally everything that you would do with your significant other, right? And then get rid of the title and then also get rid of like having an idea of what the fuck is going on. Like you literally are in the dark the whole time. Like you have no idea what's going on. Like you're practically blindfolded. That's what a situationship is. Yeah. Sounds great, doesn't it? Everyone should want one of those, huh? <laughs> I swear to God, that's what it is, though. It's fucking wild. Like, when you actually think about it, like, these are literally, like, so fucking weird. Like, why the hell would anyone do all of that? Why would you want to have no idea what the fuck is going on and not have a title, but literally do everything? Everything a couple does. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. But, yeah, I've had many... <laughs> Uh, I've had many a situationship. Like, everyone loves to ask me when they start talking to me, like, how many relationships have you had? I've had, like, five. I've had, like, five relationships. That's sad. I've had, like, five relationships. And y'all know my body count. My body count is somewhere in 50s, 60s at this point. But I've had five relationships because... You know what most of the other ones were? They were fucking situationships. They were fuckers who didn't want to commit. Who literally treated me like I was their fucking boyfriend and wanted me to do fucking wifey shit. And I did do wifey shit for some of those hoes. And then they still had the audacity to make it a fucking situationship and never, ever move it to the title. It's wild. It's wild. So let me tell you about my last situationship because this one is juicy i still don't think i fully recovered from like how fucked it was like it just was total fuckery the whole time <laughs> like literally i just saw a tiktok the other day where this girl was talking about her situationship and it was like to a t almost exactly what i just went through and i was like this is a little too specific once again for this for you page so story time I met this man on Tinder right after my last actual relationship. So I'm the kind of person that when I break up, I jump right back into the dating scene. I love to be distracted. Is it healthy? No. Would my therapist hate me for it? Absolutely. Do I still do it? Of course I do. But I jumped right back onto Tinder, Grindr, Hinge, all of those fun little apps and was looking for attention and validation because that's what I needed to cope. Well, I ended up finding this guy who actually was like super intriguing and like he was super good looking and like... All these really wonderful things. I don't want to give him too much clout because I bet he's going to listen to this episode. So <laughs> anyways, he was pretty cool. He got my interest and like, whatever. My standards are low anyways. Like, let's humble it really honestly. Like, if you just even say hi to me, I'm like 
already madly in love because men treat me like shit. Anyways, <laughs> so we met on Tinder and he asked me to go on a date or whatever. And I was like, of course, yeah. And like we were Snapchatting and doing all that normal stuff like people do. But when he asked me on that official date, he did something that I had never had anyone do for me before. He sent me live flowers to my apartment. Like, literally sent them to me and told me that I had a surprise waiting for me. And I was, like, totally swooned. I was like, I just met my future husband. Oh, my God. He sent me fucking flowers. This is going to be amazing. I should have known. I should have known it wasn't going to be amazing. But you know what? I thought the flowers meant that he liked me. <laughs> I thought that that meant he liked me. Silly me, right? So after the flower things, he took me on this beautiful first date. Like, gorgeous first date. It was a beautiful restaurant. Five-star cuisine. Great food. Great atmosphere. Great times. Loved it. So we were hitting it off and, like, Basically, we went on, like, a date every week. Like, a really healthy, normal amount of, like, seeing each other. There wasn't any of this crazy, like, he didn't try to, like, move into my house like I've had other guys do. There wasn't, like, me being with him an obsessive amount. There was just a normal amount of how's your day going text and Snapchats or whatever. It was going perfect. Well, time progressed and about two, three weeks into it, like, we started, like, seeing each other on the weekends. And so, like, we went on some really fun dates. And, like, he even got us, like, a penthouse and a hotel outside the city. Like, we were having a blast. Like, I was super happy. He seemed super happy. Our communication was great. He even went as far as to ask me if we were, like, going to be monogamous. And I said, absolutely. Like, deleted the apps. Like, we were both on the same page of, like, we're not dating yet. We just met. We're getting to know each other. This is going really well. We really enjoy each other's presence. But, like... Not ready for a title. I didn't think to worry. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't afraid yet. You know what I mean? Like, everything was going really well. So I was like, this is going good. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm just going to practice taking things slow. I'm going to, like, trust my gut instinct. Well, then he even went as far as to invite me on a trip with him. Like, a full-ass trip. And at first, I was like, red flag, don't go. Like, use your brain. You don't know him that well. It's been, like, three weeks, whatever. I remember I spent literally hours contemplating with, like, all of my close friends. Like, my whole private, like, posse. I was like, bitches, what do I do? Like, this man and I are having a great time. I'm having so much fun with him. He's having a blast with me, whatever, great. He wants to take me on this trip. Like, do I go? Like, I don't even know him like that, blah, blah, blah. And of course, all my friends were hyping me. They're like, yeah, absolutely go, absolutely go, blah, blah, blah. And so I ended up going with him on this trip. And like, it was, it was a great trip. I mean, I had a blast. He had a blast. There was definitely some little tense moments in there. And that's when I started to see some more red flags. And I was like, <laughs> maybe after this trip, we're not going to talk. Whatever, great. Who knows? But after the trip, like, we had had a really good conversation about everything. And, like, it was like, okay, cool. We have a mutual understanding. This is good. And then I was going home to Ohio for a month. And we even talked about him coming to see me in Ohio, right? Like, we were like, let's plan that trip. You should come out. Like, spend a weekend in Cleveland. All this really fun stuff. Great. Awesome. And then the fucker ghosted me. <laughs> I can't make that up. And that's when I realized it was a situationship. 
it 100% was once again a situation ship where, like, this fucker wanted me to be everything but an actual titled boyfriend. And, like, I did it all. And I'm just, like, sitting here now being, like, dumb bitch. Like, you were such a dumb bitch. You saw the flags. You were nervous. You caught on. You literally told people you weren't sure. You literally had those conversations. Like, you were aware. You were seeing the flags and you decided. Ah, go back. Like, you literally saw the flags and you decided to still let them play you. So stupid. Literally so dumb. And, like, it's just crazy to me. Like, why? Why are you going to act like I'm your significant other and make future plans and all this garbage just to ghost? Blows my mind every time. So, this wasn't my first situationship. I could tell you literally hours worth of content on men who have played me. But instead of going through that and trauma dumping on you all, I'm going to just share some signs that you might be in a situationship. The beauty of these signs are that it's not always going to happen for every single situationship, right? And some of these signs might not actually mean you're in a situationship. You might be just with someone who wants to take it slow or maybe someone who has like a trust issue thing and they're trying to like keep a little bit of a distance, whatever. I know some people don't like when I like label like here's a list of things that you have to look for. It's not a guaranteed list of things, but it's some stuff you might want to look out for. Some of the little red flags that like I see, but I always end up ignoring because I'm the worst that literally normally lead to a situationship, right? So here we go. First one, lack of communication about what you want. If you're talking to someone and they are unsure about what they're looking for, that's a red flag. That's always a red flag because no matter where you are in life, though, you may not have a solid goal. Like I'm 23 and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing ever. Like I'm, I'm, I have a idea and I know some things I would like and whatever, but at the end of the day, like, I don't really know. No one really does. It's all a joke. Life's a joke, right? But you should still know kind of what you're looking for in that moment. And you should be able to have like that real moment with yourself of like, I'm someone who is going to look for something long-term. Like I want a long-term monogamous relationship. Or you should be able to say, I'm not looking for anything serious for a long time right now. It's not that hard. Like you're either on one side or the other. Like there's, there's very little in between. Or you're someone who might say something along the lines of, I'm open to whatever comes my way. That's fine too. That's still an opinion, but at least have one, right? If they don't communicate that to you and they don't have any idea or they get weird out when you try to just ask simply like, hey, like, are you looking for something real? Or are you more just having fun right now? That's a red flag. Red flag for sure. Second is a lack of commitment. So if they are being very, very like shady about things, like they are literally trying to have the lowest commitment possible to you, like they... They aren't texting on a regular basis. They don't want to go and do things that might cost money or might take time out of their day. Like they don't want to do day trips. They don't want to, you know, take you to a nice restaurant or they don't want to be taken to a nice restaurant or whatever. Things that have commitment to them, that's a red flag that's a situation ship as well. Obviously, that didn't happen in my story. I just told you he was clearly taking me places and spending time and money on me and all that good stuff. But it still can be a sign that you're in a situationship if like they just don't want to commit in any way, shape, or form. Next is if they are avoiding having to talk about anything around relationships. And that could be avoiding having to tell you that they don't want something serious or avoiding that they do want something serious. Regardless, if they just don't want to talk about it, like they just pull that excuse of like, well, why do we have to talk about it? We're just having fun. Oh, I fucking hate that phrase. Oh, we're just having fun. 
are you having fun? Because I'm not. <laughs> like, it would be fun if we just talked about it like rational adults. You know what I mean? Like, that would be real fun for me. But yeah, no, if they are like really just playing off this idea of like, we should just enjoy and vibe with each other. Like, that's a red flag of like a situation ship for sure. Like, and you can just vibe. There's nothing wrong with taking your time. Like, for me, one thing I've learned in my dating experience is like, slow and steady wins the race. Like it a hundred percent does. Like you don't want to rush into anything because that's how you end up getting hurt. It's how you end up with like really shitty people. Um, I've done it enough. <laughs> I've done it enough. I ended up with enough losers to know that rushing gets you in bad situations, but there's a difference between not rushing and letting things take time and literally just being like, I'm here for vibes. I'm here for vibes, babe. I'm just figuring it out. We're vibing. Okay. I didn't come here for vibes. So I just want to know what that long-term projectionary might look like for you. You know, <laughs> it sounds like crazy, but it's the truth. Like it's not that hard just to have a basic conversation. So if they're avoiding having that kind of conversation and they just don't want to even approach it and they shut it down with that, we're just vibing red flag. Next are things that they might do, like not introducing you to any friends and not posting you on social media. Obviously, if you just met someone and you're a week into talking, yeah, you're not going to know their besties. I would even say after a month, it's normal to not be, like, meeting all the friends or being on their social media, right? Like, especially, like, even with me, like, I don't see myself posting someone on my social media till I've dated them for a couple months now. Like, it just isn't worth getting people involved in my relationship at that point and then for them just to dip after six months. Like, I learned that lesson in my last relationship. So... I get like not wanting to post someone, but if you've been seeing someone for a couple months and they're not even putting you on their story once, or they are refusing to do group activities, like they don't want to meet your friends or they don't want to introduce you to theirs, that's a red flag. It's starting to show that like that goes back into playing into like the lack of commitment. Like they are not thinking about you long term at that point. Like you are a good time right now, not a long time. So why would they invest in putting you into their story? Which means introducing you to friends. That means showing you off on social media, etc. It's just a red flag. And I know people are going to hate that I'm saying that, but it's the truth. Like, <laughs> come on. Come on, my players who listen to this podcast. You know it's the truth. If you're trying to play someone, you know that they're not a long time. They're a fun time. You don't show them off and you don't introduce them to people. It's just a red flag. And then, yeah, basically, how I like to think about it this way. If you feel like you're a ghost, like you feel like you're just like hanging out on the sideline. If you have that feeling of like, this person's only coming around at 2 a.m. I'm only getting booty called. That kind of feeling of like, hmm, I'm really not that important to them. That is that is normally a good sign that you are in a situationship. Because there is no commitment, and that's the beauty of, like, not rushing into something. But, like, you're not friends. And so it gets so weird because, like, you're hanging out and kicking it like you're dating, but you're not dating. And you know there's no commitment, so you're trying not to be crazy about it. But, like, you are low-key going crazy about it, especially if you are on the side of, like, you want something serious or you are looking to date someone. And then you're sitting there like, I want this but you are playing games, it just sucks. So if you feel like that way, that's a good sign. You're probably in a situationship and you should try to have that conversation where you figure out what the hell is going on because being in the blind is not fun. It's just not a good time. So let's look at it objectively. I think we all have established that I'm not a fan of situationships. 
I mean, player Cody loves a situationship. Like, there's definitely been guys that I've talked to and I've been like, yeah, I don't want to date you. For sure don't want to date. Like, there's no dating material here for me. But, like, mm, you could rail me. That That is the honest human nature. There's going to be some people that you're like, yeah, this is for fun, for sure. And as long as you express that, to me, that's normal. Like, I've always been upfront about it. Like, if a guy wants to ask me, which I've had a few be like, so, like, are we just fucking? Yeah, for sure, dude. Like, that, I will say that. I'll be like, uh-huh. Like, that, yeah, definitely. The chemistry's there. Let's, let's enjoy that. So, like, being upfront is cool and all, but there are some pros to situationships, and there are some cons. So, let's just go through the list. Let's be objective. Let's look at it from both sides. Let's, let's be humble bitches. Let's, let's have a moment of learning and educating, right? So, pros of a situationship. First off, if you are on your hot girl shit, if you are trying just to have a good time, not a long time, situationships are beautiful. It's basically, like, you're doing a friends with benefit. Um, you get to like have all the perks of dating someone without any of the commitment and who doesn't love that when you're just trying to be a hot girl like and the mentality is it's like used or get used these days right <laughs> and that sucks that that's what dating in the modern world is like but it really is at this point if you're if you're in your teens if you're in your 20s and even if you're in your 30s and 40s at this point I swear to god everyone is just out there playing these games so it's like use or get used hot girl summer it's a great time if you're looking just to have fun so, like, total pro because you get all those benefits. That also plays into the next pro. It's, like, there's no serious commitments to it. What is beautiful about a situationship is you don't owe them anything. Like, if you wake up one day and decide you don't ever want to talk to them again, you don't have to. Like, you don't owe them that. You're not dating. You don't even owe them an explanation if you choose to not tell them. You can just ghost, like, what happened to me? Like, I didn't get an explanation. I got nothing. I literally, after realizing that I was slowly getting ghosted, sent like one text to see if there was any hope of recovery and giving that benefit of the doubt. Maybe they were just busy. And I could tell by the lack of interest in what I was saying and the one word response that it was not something they were trying to do. So like, that's fine. I took my hint and I moved on. But yeah, it's, it's, there's no commitment. You don't have to text this person when, like all the time. You don't have to check in. You don't have to call them. You don't have to FaceTime. You don't have to invite them places. You don't have to buy them things. Like there's there's no commitment. As far as anyone's concerned a situationship, you're not dating. So like do whatever the hell you want. Same thing with like you don't have to be monogamous. In my story, we were because he asked me to be. <laughs> he literally asked me to be monogamous to him and then ghosted me. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't have to be. Like in a situationship, you can 100% still be playing the rosters. Like – whether you both have rosters or one chooses to have a roster, the other one's focused on the situationship, whatever. You can do whatever you want. Like, that's the beauty. There's no commitment to it. And then there's the other perk of it's kind of like test driving a car, right? So basically, because you're acting like you're in a relationship, it's kind of like taking that person on a test drive. You get to see what it would be like to date them. Like, you 100% see them in a way that a partner would see them. Especially if you're going as deep as, like, you're doing the whole dating thing. You're going places with each other. You're you're experiencing them in different lights, and you're seeing them in different parts of their life. Like, if you stay with someone long enough in a situationship, you know, you're experiencing different months with them, which means, like, you're seeing what it's like when they're stressed at work or when they're stressed with school or, like, different points of, like, the year, like, around holidays or how they behave if they have to spend time with family. Like, you get all of this, like, test drive knowledge about the person. And, like, that can be beneficial. Like, 
slow and steady wins the race when you're trying to have a serious relationship. So sometimes if you use situationships the right way, where it's like, you know, it's kind of like a test drive. I think that's a perk. Like you get to, you get to really see the person and you get to really know if it's someone you'd actually want to pursue something serious with because relationships are time and energy. So like, I think that's a great perk of it. And then the final perk of it, it kind of plays into all three that I just mentioned. It kind of summarizes it all. It's really just the friends with benefit. Like it really is. It's just a fancier friends with benefits. For some people, when they do a friend with benefit though, they're very much like it's friendship, meaning like I don't take them on dates or whatever. We're just friends who hang out and do friend stuff. So like if you are going out to places to eat, you're splitting bills. Like there's no weird paying for each other or whatever. It's just we're friends who hang out do stuff and then we also have like all the the romantic stuff of like cuddling kissing fucking whatever every friend's benefit is also very different which there could be a whole podcast episode on that but yeah it's kind of like a friends with benefits but it's also like has this weird mix of dating and that's where i think it gets so messy and that's where we're gonna move into the cons of it because the pros honestly if you felt like i was reaching for pros i kind of was i kind of was reaching for pros <laughs> because situations are messy they're messy um no judgment of course you know we don't judge here at boy talk you do what you need to do but they're a little messy so cons a little easier first con your feelings get hurt if you're like me and you're trying to date someone and you end up in a situation ship no matter how much of a bad bitch you are, cause like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch, men don't phase me, but I'm also a human. I do have emotions. I do get hurt. I do listen to Olivia Rodrigo on repeat in the shower and cry. So yeah, your feelings get hurt. They get hurt. Mine were hurt many a time. They've been hurt a lot. They've been hurt more than they've been not hurt. So <laughs> it definitely happens. Next is a con is there's literally no clear goal of a situation ship. And if you're like me, who's someone who doesn't want to waste time, not having a goal feels like a waste of time. Like it's hard to even enjoy a situation ship because the whole time in the back of your head, you're like, this dude's probably just going to dip or like this person's a hundred percent probably seeing other people like, and it just feels like, why am I here? Like, I remember from my story time I shared with you all, I remember literally sitting on the beach because he didn't want to go into the water at this one beach near our uh, Airbnb. So, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to go then because I'm trying to get into the water as soon as possible. And I remember sitting there and being like, yeah, he literally could invite someone over to our Airbnb right now and I couldn't be mad. Technically, I couldn't be mad if he wanted to do that because we're not dating at all. Like we're, we're just seeing each other, <laughs> but we're also on this like really nice trip. It was such a weird, but it's a weird realization, but it's a truth. Like there's just no clear goal. Like I didn't know if he actually wanted to date me. I didn't know if he was just enjoying having my company. I didn't know if he just liked that I was charming and hot. Like I had no idea what I was there for. Like, I had zero clue what he wanted from me the whole time. Like, I was just like, okay, like, I'm just going to vibe and trust the process. And then, you know, the process led me to being ghosted. But regardless, I trusted the process. Um, but yeah, there's no clear goal. And it's always hard when you don't know what you're doing. It's like shooting into the dark, you know? Like, what's another cheesy metaphor like that? I don't even know. But long story short, it's like you're just blindfolded hoping for the best. Next, it can be 
really, really, really damaging to do a situation sip in a sense of you can get played real hard. Like, if you got someone who is real out there playing that field, situationships are are gonna gonna hurt because like you that's when you find out like this fucker's got like five side hoes and like maybe they are dating someone with a title like that happens in these situationships are a lot of the route to when you realize that your partner's cheating like the guy or gal or person you're seeing literally is in a relationship and then they also are talking to you but then they're also talking to like five other people like it can get real messy because situationships, like I said, there's no commitment. So like, you're not showing up on social media. You're not going and meeting friends. Like you're just kicking it with this person acting like you're dating on their time. And when they have time for you, you don't know what they're doing the rest of the time. You have no idea. And you don't have any right to, because you're just in a situationship. You're not dating. You don't, they don't report to you. You know, like there's no, there's no guarantee that they are actually a trustworthy person. Like you just don't know. So you can get played real hard in these. And then the final thing is like, it goes into that waste of time and waste of money and just waste of emotional energy. You know what I mean? The amount of times that I've let people hurt me and then I have to spend time unpacking that and healing from it for what? There was literally like, like that fancy dinner wasn't worth it. You know what I mean? Like in that moment it was because I thought, oh, I'm being, you know, vulnerable. I'm letting myself experience and get to be known and wined and dined. And I'm, I'm going to take it nice and slow with this guy and like, I really just enjoy myself. <laughs> Bitch, no, you're just getting played. You're literally just letting yourself get played and you're wasting that time. You're wasting that money. You're wasting that emotional availability. You're getting hurt and then you have to work on all that. And it's just, it's like, is it even worth it? I don't know. It's up to you. It depends on where you're at, honestly. There are times in my life where situationships were beautiful and exactly what I needed. And then there's been times when, obviously, it hurt me. So, like, eh, pros and cons. Depends on where you're at. I don't know what to tell you. I wish I had answers. I don't even answer for myself. But, yeah, those are the pros. Those are the cons. Situationships. It can be good or bad. It can be. It can be good. There are times when it can be good. I promise you. I hope I'm not like over here smearing people who love situationships or maybe you're a happy situation shipper, like whatever. I, there are good moments. There are bad moments. It just depends on where you're at and what you want. So I think the best advice I can give anyone about situationship is this. Know yourself and know what you want. That is what is key here. If you know that you want something that has more commitment, a situationship, it's probably a red flag for you and maybe try to avoid it. If you are someone who doesn't want commitment, but wants all of the perks, situationships might be great for you. <laughs> but basically, just be careful and, and know what you want. Because if you don't know what you want, that's how you get your feelings hurt. And people are sneaky snakes. People are fuckers. I'm telling you, they, they are out there to get you. They are, they are playing games. So be prepared out there. Uh, Lord have mercy on us all. <laughs> all right, fuckers, let's move on to the next section, the listener questions. That is enough about situationships and all that mess. All right, if you're new to this game, how you get your questions to me is either DM me on Instagram at ocody, you put it in my TikTok comments at ocody, or you follow the podcast Instagram at boytalk underscore podcast and DM me. But regardless, if you DM me or comment on Instagram or TikTok, I'm going to find your comment. I'm going to answer it. And then you're going to end up on the podcast. So go ahead. Ask me questions. I always answer two to three every episode. For those of you who have been here forever. Yes, I know. Same spiel. Have to do it every week. I'm so sorry. I love you guys. 
So this week's questions. Question number one is about practicing on yourself, which is so important. I think I'm going to end up having just a full-blown episode about masturbation and the importance of self-discovery and all that fun stuff. Um, I think it's just time. I think I get enough questions about it everywhere that it's just, I should just have a full episode. But just to give you a little teaser about it, self-discovery and masturbation is so important. It's so important. You need, you need to do it. Like you, I'm so pro masturbation. Like you got to try it. You got to figure it out. And it's so nice to do it by yourself, for yourself, with yourself, because that's when you get to connect with your truest self, right? Like if you don't try on your own, how do you know what you'd like? That's at least how I feel about it. So I'm pro trying on yourself. And so tips for practicing on yourself depends on, you know, your parts and position and your, your wants and all that good stuff. So it takes time to figure it all out. Um, if you are going to be penetrating yourself, I highly recommend trying to get lube if you can. I mean, some schools hand it out. Other times you have to go buy it yourself and that's cool. But lube is really helpful. I'd highly recommend it. I did not have access to that and no one told me. And so it was always hard to try to do things to myself. And so if I could go back and give myself any advice, I would tell myself, get lubricant. Just go do it. No one really cares. Um, go to like a convenience store. And now that self-checkout is a thing, it's even easier. Like just go get some lube. It will help. If you're not penetrating yourself, that makes it a little easier. Um, and if you aren't penetrating yourself and you can't get lube, spit is always a good option. Um, if you must. Like I said, I'd rather you get lube, but if you have to spit, spit works. But yeah, so I think if you're not penetrating yourself, then it's all about just touching. Like you have hands. And if you don't have hands, okay. You have some type of ligaments hopefully maybe you don't i you know gotta remember not everyone is abled i'm an able-bodied person so if you have ways of touching yourself just do it so if you have a hand or hands obviously use those um you could also use your feet i know that sounds crazy but you could you could do that um maybe not if you're you're a proud owner of a vagina or you know if you're trying to bottom yourself you really can't but you could, you could use your feet if you have, you know, a little dingling. You could use them. <laughs> you got to be flexible, but you could use them. But yeah, no, just seriously, just like touch yourself. It's really not, it's really not that deep. <laughs> it sounds so weird to just say that, but it's a truth. Just touch yourself. Um, that's how you're going to figure it out. If you don't know where to start, um, there is great content on the internet. Um, you can find it. You could watch it. You can consume it. And boom, you'll know how to do it. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend touching yourself, figuring it out. It's important. Um as far as tips go for that, would I recommend putting a toy at first? Maybe not your first time penetrating yourself, right? Go slow and steady. Maybe just start with a finger and like leave it at a finger for a while. And then maybe, you know, when you're feeling risky, move up to two, three, that kind of thing um, until you feel comfortable. But yeah, it's, it's part of that self-discovery. It's natural to want to touch yourself. Don't feel weird if you're like wanting to do that. I know that like a lot of people try to tell you it's not good based off of religion and culture and all that stuff. But like I'm pro masturbation here. So like I say, touch yourself. I say, go for it. Next question. How do you juggle having a roster? I love this question. Um, I am 
an expert at having a roster. My friends have always been like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, honestly, I don't know how I do it either. So when I'm on my hot girl shit, like major hot girl shit, which like really not right now, really been having a bummer summer, like not being a hot girl. I'm trying to simp. It's been a disaster because all these men are playing games, but I'm trying to simp the summer. But in my previous hot girl summers, you know, when I was out of retirement, how I juggle my roster is honestly Snapchat is a blessing because guess what? You take one picture and you make it general enough, but specific enough. And then you send it to all of them and they think they're getting something special, but they're not. They're all getting the same fucking picture or the same video. Um, but yeah, you got to work smarter, not harder. Those kind of things. So like, I like to start with like that morning, like Snapchat picture and be like, good morning, babe. And sending it and you send it to all the guys on your roster or all the people on your roster. Same idea with like, you can always send a general lunchtime snap. Like you can send them the food you're eating or a video of you like drinking coffee and being like, how's your day going? Um, and then finally end of night pictures, like just got back from the like gym or I'm about to grab a shower those kind of things. And if you really want to be toxic, it's all about learning like one or two specific traits about them and using it. (laughs) Oh God, it sounds so toxic, but this is how you do it. Like if you want to keep them interested and you like have a bunch of people on your roster, you can't remember them all. Like even my friends will be like, which guy are we talking about? And I'm like the tall one or the guy with a boat or the one who took me to Miami, whatever, (laughs) you know, I've never been to Miami, but I should change that anyways. But, you know, there's, like, a distinctive, like, quality of each that people remember. Like, find those couple cues that you remember about each of them and then use it in your conversation. Like, if I ask my entire roster, like, how's it going? I'm going to get the general, like, I'm doing good. What are you up to? Or some of them are going to actually tell me about their day. And, like, I listen a little. Kind (laughs) of. Kind of. And then I'll, like, respond and be like, yeah, like, that's really cool. Um, I'll pick up, like, one thing and, like, whatever. Like, you're not that invested at that point. Like, Basically, thinking about it as you have your top tier people on your roster, the ones you're actually investing time into, and then you have the rest of them. And you're just, like, sending them the general stuff, and you're having, like, a couple side conversations when your other people aren't giving you that attention and etc. But, yeah, that's how I joke on my roster. Snapchat is my best friend for that. <laughs> and I hope that helps you if you're trying to build a roster, if you're trying to be out there be a hot girl. Like, the, the Snapchat stuff works it works so good because you can send the same thing to multiple people. It is just a blessing. It is a blessing. All right, y'all. Shameless plug again. I know. Hi, it's me. If you haven't downloaded this episode, please download it. It literally is what keeps us charting. It's what gets us spread. It's what helps us find more people to join our Boy Talk army. So please, please, please download the episode. Leave a five-star rating. Make sure you like it. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you're sharing it. Like I said, if you share it on social media, please tag me. I will DM you and thank you personally. I, I'll literally send you any emoji you want. Like, I don't know. What do you need from me to get you guys to share it on social media? But I'll do it. Whatever you need. But the more you guys share, the more people we get to the podcast, the more it climbs the charts, the more that I can invest time and energy and money to this content. So please and thank you. I love you guys. The only reason why the podcast is doing so well is because you all, your support is what makes this podcast go. So thank you. And by the way, I'm still not making any money on this. I'm still, I'm still losing money on the podcast. I'm still, I'm still losing money on this podcast. So literally, please just leave a good review. Please give me a thumbs up. (laughs) All right, y'all. 
situationships, they're messy. They're wild. They're crazy. I hope you learned something new. I hope you loved my stories. I hope you have a great week. I hope things are going fantastic for you. And I will see you all next fucking week. Have a great fucking time. Love you all. Kisses. Thank you.